No matter how quickly medical responders arrive in an emergency situation, bystanders will always be the first on the scene. A person who is bleeding can die from blood loss within five minutes. Therefore, it's important to quickly stop the bleed. And there's a new program to help families recognize life-threatening bleeding and intervene effectively. So let's learn more with Megan Carroll, a registered nurse and trauma program manager at Marin Health. This is the Healing Podcast from Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Megan, thank you so much for your time. So you are a member of the trauma team as the trauma program manager at Marin Health. And Marin Health is the trauma center for the county. Isn't that correct? Yes, that's correct. We are a American College of Surgeon verified level three trauma center with 24-7 neurosurgical capabilities. Okay, and then what types of health emergencies does the trauma center deal with? Most of our trauma-related injuries are from falls, specifically in our geriatric population, but our runner-up is bicycle injuries and then followed by motor vehicle crashes. Wow. All right. I, I guess I wouldn't have thought that. Interesting. So are there ways that the community can help you in treating an emergency before it reaches you? We know there are, of course, we know about CPR, but are there other ways? Yes. So there is a program called Stop the Bleed. And this program, it's a national initiative to teach bystanders, you don't have to have any medical background at all, to teach them how to control bleeding. So the number one reason why there is a death on scene is generally from somebody who has lost a lot of blood. And this initiative has come about to teach bystanders how to control hemorrhage. And if you can stop the bleed, you can save a life. Okay. I had no idea that the number one cause of preventable death after injury was bleeding. Yeah. All right then. So how does someone who isn't a medical professional help if they witness an injury that involves bleeding? So when we go out and when we teach this to the community, we've taught it to middle schoolers and high schoolers and have had uh, pop-ups around the county when we do our uh, hands-only CPR. We teach it in an ABC fashion. So A is activate 911. B is you want to find the source of the bleeding. So somebody who's wearing jeans, your genes can hold about a liter of blood in them. So if you're not looking actively for them, they could be bleeding out into their pant leg. So we teach like maybe rip the pant open or try to find where the source of bleeding is. And then C is compressed. So we teach that you want to hold pressure for about 10 to 15 minutes on the actual source of the bleeding. And then if that doesn't work, we teach that we pack the wound. So you can take anything, a sleeve from a shirt, a piece of the pant that you had cut off, and you want to just stick it in the wound. There are these dressings that you can use are called hemostatic dressings, and they have this, it's called kaolin clay, that will help stop the bleed. You can get those over the counter at uh, like CVS or things like that. Or if you want to buy a stop the bleed kit through bleedingcontrol.org, that will come in the kit as well. And so you stuff the wound with that. And then again, you hold pressure and it's kind of stopping the bleeding from the inside out. If that doesn't work, and then we teach how to use a tourniquet. And we use a tourniquet, it's called a cat tourniquet. And it's what the military uses. And we teach that as the last resort, as well as like we write the time on it. So when medical professionals come pick up that patient and they bring them to the ER 
the ER is said can triage the patient on who's had the tourniquet on the longest and then take that person appropriately to the OR. Okay, so A, B, C, that's what we should remember. A, activate 911. B, find the source of bleeding. And then C, compress. Can anyone be trained in these steps? Yeah, you do not need to have any medical background at all. And we offer the classes here. And if anybody wants to take the Stop the Bleed course and become certified, they can just contact me. Wow, that's really interesting. This sounds like a really wonderful program. Is this new? The group kind of got together. The American College of Surgeons had a group come together in about 2012 after the Sandy Hook shooting. And they really wanted to teach bystanders how to control bleeding and help save somebody's life. And so it kind of started this national emergency response and it kind of empowered the community members to learn how to control hemorrhage. And that initiative was endorsed by the White House in 2015, and it didn't get started rolling out until 2016. And so since 2016, we have been offering it in Marin County. In 2019, we collaborated with Marin County EMS and our athletic trainers here at Marin Health, and uh, we have taught about uh, 1,851 Marin County residents, including high schoolers, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and just community members on how to control bleeding. Yeah, well, that's really great to hear. So then, who is the sponsor of the program? So it's... The sponsor would be from the American College of Surgeons Committee on Trauma. They are really the the people who have pushed this forward and have told the trauma centers that this is important as part of our injury prevention program. So as the trauma center, uh, we do a lot of injury prevention in the community, and this is just one of the things that we teach. So you mentioned the community, and you said that anyone can get trained individually. Then can companies, employees get trained, or my family, or uh, my son's school group, or something? Can all of those different types of groups get trained? Yeah, so we can do it in two different ways. We have gone to schools, and we have taken a group of people out, and we've done it in like an assembly type of format. We have also done it at the hospital in a smaller group where there's more one-on-one training. We haven't gone to an actual company, but we would love to do that and go to office buildings and things like that to teach it. But we are very flexible and we tailor it to the age-appropriate person. We don't teach it in elementary school and we try to teach it in middle school, but towards the eighth graders. So you mentioned earlier if someone was interested to contact you. So if an individual or a group wants to be trained, what is your contact information? So you can email me at megan.carroll at marinhealth.org, and my name is spelled M-E-A-G-H-A-N dot carroll, C-A-R-R-O-L-L, at mymarinhealth.org, or you can go ahead and just call my office phone, which is area code 415-925-7875. This really sounds like a program everyone should sign up for. So if you're interested, just email Megan, and her email address is megan.carol at mymarinhealth.org. 
org. Megan is spelled M-E-A-G-H-A-N. Or you can call 415-925-7875. Megan, as we wrap up, anything else we should know about the Stop the Bleed program? It's very easy to do. Anybody can learn how to do it. By learning how to stop the bleed, you can save somebody's life. And that's the perfect way to wrap this up. What a great program. Megan, thank you for coming on and explaining this to us. Really cool. Thank you again. You're very welcome. That's Megan Carroll. And for more information, please visit mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.